Sorry. All right, welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. I'm Zach, and I'm welcomed back, Chris. Two weeks in a row, um, who would have thought? He had the nuts to make a couple of good things on the weekend. We had a look at Mooney Valley, we had a look at Sandown, and he had the balls to make Alligator Blood his best bet, which was up against some big wigs of the racing industry. But, mate, back for the second week. How are you? Welcome back. Mate, I'm good. Good to be back. Thanks for having me back. I thought you were going to open up with the Alligator Blood race call then or something just to, um, just to give you that in. little salute, make me feel good. Yeah, no, good to be back, mate. I feel like I'm Brad Arthur's son, just um, getting picked in the team just because of my dad or something. <laughs> it's great. It's good to be back. Um, it's a great time of year. Um, looking like the weather's all right down in Melbourne. I'm not going to talk about Alligator Blood straight away, but I'm going to talk about Mooney Valley. Um, we had a couple of looks there, and look, I think you, the one you really, really liked was in the last in Lady of Honor. Chips in, came third. wasn't horrendous. I don't think it was horrendous, even though the the Hayes boys got their other horse home, Tijuana. I thought it was going to lead and just couldn't get across, and um, that was it. Uh, the way the track played as well. So look, yeah, look. That's it. Um, the track played valley like. You get to the front, it's just such an advantage. Uh, so, and we said we gave Cool and Gatto a good push, and we both said, "Oh, I don't know if, if it can lead." So, there you go. That's you're going to get them. But um, it was a good night. Good to have the valley racing back. There's another good meeting there this week. Uh, and um, then we go yeah, to Manicato. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Well, the other one you gave a push for was Desert Icon. Very good win. Ended up paying about three fifty. But touching back on the Moya, that race completely didn't go to pan. What I thought, uh, Paul Lelly got the drifts very quickly, very late, um, and people came for Cool and Gatto. When we were on the podcast, you were giving it a push at around ten or nine dollars or whatever. And the fact that Jamie smart enough to she had barrier one, so it helps. But to kick up in front was just something I'm like. She- if she does this, she's going to win. And then, obviously, Bella Nipotino was flying, was a really good, really good second. Mate, what do you reckon? She kicked up really well. It was, like, very impressive. And it was almost, like, as soon as she got to the front, I was like, oh, no, I was kicking yeah. myself. Um, yeah, so uh, it was it was a good race. Um, Bella, T- Bella Nipotino, everyone's been talking about uh, the run there. Yes. So could be one to follow. I haven't actually looked at the times and stuff yet. I will at some point. Paul Ailey, yeah, the drift came and I was nervous. But all honours to Cool and Gatter. Uh, hopefully someone followed the scene because we did give it a good push, even though we didn't think it would lead uh, and still jumped a really good price. Yeah, I jumped on just for the sake of it because I knew that if I didn't, I'd be pissed off. And the first four action as well. Also, we've got the Queensland's beat. <laughs> That's yeah. the main thing. <laughs> See, that was what I was happy about too. See, where did... Rothfire, Rothfire, Rothfire fifth. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but the the race of the day or the race of the weekend, Alligator Blood. So look, when you're up against Zaki, you're up against Mr. Brightside, you're up against I'm Thunderstruck. You gave Alligator Blood a pretty a, a, a made a good case for it last week. You pretty much said what would happen. Um led, soft lead, able to kick away. And for those who have, don't know, we had Tim Clark on the podcast last night and he gave it a little push and he said the fact that it was running those times late, got a soft lead, and everyone knows that Timmy Clark is one of the best front-leading jockeys in the world, I reckon. Um, he just gets enormous. tempos. He just gets tempos, doesn't he? The way he, I'm looking forward to listening to Timmy Clark. He just, you, you know, he's going to put your horse in a in its best chance to win the race every time. 
Um, we thought Zaki would be a little bit underdone with that decent break between runs. Uh, and then now it's going to head to the Cox play and he's, yeah. he's going to be hard to beat though. Like there's no bad, like nothing. There's plenty of take away from Zaki for that run. Yeah. I'm Thunderstruck to be better. Mr. Brightside's kind of found its level, probably not a wait for Aja. And there's still some good races, um, maybe over the carnival for him. Moanga get... huge as well. Nation's a good trainer. Moanga. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Moanga was enormous. Um, probably screwed a lot of people's like Quinella's trifectas and everything as too with getting in front of Zaki. Uh, Alligator Blood, Cox Plate probably as well. So Timmy Clark will probably get the ride down there. And that's his first group one down in Melbourne. Surprisingly, he's been riding for a long time. Bot confirmed after the race. That'll be that'll be next. So it's gonna it's shaping to be a really good race. And I just looked back at the Animo meeting today from a couple of weeks ago and I think I might be taking it on in the Cox Plate. So we'll see how the field and stuff comes out. But uh, I think I'm going to be, I think this will be a good form race leading into that Cox Plate. I'm pumped. So I am doing my first Melbourne couple of races too that week. So I'll be there, Geelong Cup, Manicato in the Cox. So it'll be a good little week. Uh, You're just going to mention that every week, are you? Good little week for me, mate. I just wanted to remind you, just in case you didn't know, if you wanted to make the yeah, flight. No, down, I haven't mate. forgotten, mate. I haven't forgotten. Uh, all right, so we're talking Melbourne. We can scrap Sydney. Um, obviously, we can. We'll talk on the other podcast about Everest horses and all that sort of gear. But um, it's Flemington this weekend, and you were saying that you've done the form. So we're going to fly through races at Flemington. Um, if you like things, we'll talk about them. If you're iffy on things, speak up. So if anyone followed your tips last week, you'd have some good coin in your pocket. Um, trial stakes in the first. This is where. No one really knows anything. You're going off pretty much, um, you know, your own homework with these. But do you like anything in the first 1,000-metre dash? It's oh, great. It's probably a bigger conversation to have than we want to have on this podcast now. But the fact that they don't have to have a public trial before they race the two-year-olds, it's just a waste of time, honestly. I won't be betting this race. If you have to bet, I usually go with, Godolphin two-year-olds early on because you know they're going to be well-behaved uh, and have that good education and so going to show good sight. Uh, so you don't have to worry about that as much as you do with other horses or the gay thing because she's going to likely be in front. I think Shin's on it uh, down there this week. So, oh, yeah. I'm betting in it, but if you're going to, then, some, then either Godolphin or gay is for me. Well, if you like uh, Godolphins, yeah, the minimum you're getting is 12 bucks. Oh, no, you're getting 16, so... Like I said, the straight races at Flemington, you never have. I never have any idea where I'm at until the fucking last 150 meters. So they, best, I love them. They split. It's just even better. You get two um, stuff in there as well. It's one of my favorite things in racing, in Australian <laughs> racing at the moment. I absolutely love them. I've been pitching for a mile track, a mile straight track in Duffy's Forest up here in Sydney for years. Don't start me on that. <laughs> All right, um, Paris Lane Stakes, race two, 1,400 metres. Most people will know Visionari, um, Jamie Carr gets a ride. No shock on a favourite at 2.20. We got the Garden, Chris, uh, Chris Craig Williams. It's uh, obviously one last start at Sandown. It's going around at 3.90. We got the seven bucks for the likes of Character. I think Character was um, dual nom, so it looks like it's going Flemington, Damien Lane aboard, and then we got a couple others at bigger odds. Visionari uh, is not a bad horse, mate. Visionari is a good horse. I have a thing. I don't like horses first up over 1,400 metres. So I don't want to take the shorts in a race like this, like, even if there's been money for it. You can get some really good form around them. This has got some really good form around him, but like, I just, I'm not going to take shorts. 1,400 metres first up, you're not going to be at your best. 
and yeah. are you like in this field? So I looked around this scenario here, um, thought the top eight, same thing, you know, first up 1,400 metres, so I just penned it straight away. Look, I've got to have things that you look for, and that's just one of mine. Uh, character you mentioned is an interesting runner, but it kind of has a negative racing pattern. Mm-hmm. Gets back, rails out eight metres here, not sure there's too much speed in the race, so kind of had to go around him. Look, I settled on the garden. I think I, I kind of wanted to make this like a better bet. And then I, I talked talk myself out of it. And then I went through the rest of the field and I was like, out of a decent race where he flew home in really good sectionals, has the ability to be forward, could even lead here. Willow's flying, big track's going to suit. I just think it's a good bet. Like it's with probably one of my better bets. I haven't decided on my best bet of the program yet, but like could be the best bet. I thought the danger was I am Benny. But yeah, I'm had excuses last start. PP, uh, poor post race recovery. I'm with the garden here. The garden. Because I right. excited then. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, race too. <laughs> when you tell me when you tell me that you don't have a best bet yet, I'm gonna have to put you on the spot later with um with no no thought process. But the garden, happy days, three ninety. I love it when you can just go. I look at the field. I look at it. I look at this. Just wins. So when what you're confident, it? when everything lines up, fucking hard. Uh the manifold stakes. When you're talking miles, you wish you could get a straight, but this isn't. This is over the 16, and she's lickety split. One of the great names, Damien Lane, who is an absolute freak. Three bucks, Sumatra, good olfen horses are killing it everywhere at the moment. They're at fives. Typhoon Titmus, Do It La, Moco, bunch of others at odds. One that's probably had a little bit of coin is Whispering Lady. Obviously, Craig Williams is riding. It's had one start. Who knows? It's 31 into yeah high figures but she's lickety split bro damien lane thoughts kind of like the traditional oaks lead up as well yeah. there's obviously the oaks derby the oaks and derby trial that were the other day at flemington and so that's obviously one this is kind of the other one uh, i love three-year-old philly distance racing she's lickety split had a shitty run three wide no cover on that shitty caulfield track oh, where it was yeah. running sideways a couple of weeks ago and was still decent late and through the line, gets Blinkers first time here. Damien Lane, as you said, is flying and can definitely win this. And I could even be a sneaky Oaks chance uh, and does map well here is at, uh, on Saturday. Sumatra, I'm happy to play around. Probably can win this, but just not my thing to back a horse with this racing pattern. Uh, like maybe wins and then goes to the Oaks and you just lay it in the Oaks as a like because it'll start to short so like even if so, what so i'm saying i'm not tipping sumatra but if it does win i'm staying away from it in the oaks um do it la took last start out completely because the race comparatively on the day went worse than the maiden on the day so it's like how's it gonna win this moco i want to see it first typhoon titmus i'm not sure middle distances that go um celestial celestial spirit is probably the other one should race prominently and the price discrepancy is just not right between her and, and she's lickety split. Like, can she win this? Yes. Issue over the odds? Yes. Decent last time as well uh, and probably leads. So I was torn between lickety split and celestial spirit. Celestial spirit for those playing at home, 34 big ones, or you're taking $3, she's lickety split. So if you like celestial spirit, you're still getting eight bucks a play. I think, I think you just answered the question there, didn't you? I know. Uh, race four, Kingston, or the Furphy Rose of Kingston, Prince of Jenny. Look, I like this horse. Always have Zach Spain aboard. Four dollars forty in from five fifty. Yearning, been around, gets barrier one. Uh, look, had it last start at Flemington, I believe. Argentia, 
Oh, it's a tough watch sometimes. But one at odds is Fortunate Kiss, 21s, Harry Coffey into 9.50, pretty much halved its quote. Um, it's coming off, I think it's third up now or so. This looks like a quite a tough one, mate, where you land. Yeah, Fortunate Kiss, I've left out and I was looking back on it after I'd done my form and was kind of like, why? Like third up and it, it's it's kind of like now or never for lack of a better phrase, which is annoying, but I haven't gone with fortunate kiss um yearning i've gone with she's on class I'm also, i'll get that get out that first i just think that the price confuses me the track was a mess which we mentioned earlier at caulfield before like a couple of weeks ago before that ran a really nice race in the cockroom uh, and probably lands a bit closer to the speed today and 19 dollars at the moment like yeah. i just couldn't really understand that Yearning was really decent first and up and can do what she wants from the barrier. But Hawks are just really struggling at the moment. Uh, Gentry, you mentioned first up 1400. We mentioned so I penned it. Um, Odium, I'm a fan of the, this mare, but she's had a year off. So you don't know what you're going to get. The other one is Mega Mia. Um, against the girls at Flemington, it's definitely her go here um, and shouldn't be $20. Uh, Pride of Jenny, sorry, is the other one you mentioned. Has it at both ends. Good racing pattern. Probably suited here as well. Uh, I just the difference between price in her and Mega Me is the question for me. So I landed on cheese all class. Uh, Nineteen bucks. I like it. Yeah, You've gone from thirty four dollars to thirty four bucks into nineteen. If you want to multi those two up, you'll be uh, a chance of retiring. Just multi them the place. <laughs> uh, the Dame Hill race five, eleven hundred meter. Good little spring here and giga kick Willow aboard um, for Douglas. Hasn't lost yet. Looking to go four or four from four. It's two dollars now, so you're not getting much juice there. It was two seventy. Buenos Notches uh, shipped me last time because it uh, won on protest where I was on spacewalk. Um, that shipped me no end because a lot of my friends were on uh, Buenos Notches pretty much for the name. I reckon that's fun to say. Uh, dual Jamie Carr. You just back her anyway. It's thirteen and seven fifty, and we got others at bigger odds uh, around. But are you getting any value out of Giga Kick four from four? I think I'm just going to back it now. Like, I love this horse. Um, we know it handles the straight, so no questions there. Buenos Noches is a massive lay for me, even at the price. Probably gets out even further. I've got the tempo help against Spacewalk last time. How's it going to beat Spacewalk here? I think Spacewalk is the danger to Giga Kick. I'm still with Giga Kick. The price is just there, but it's like I wanted to almost give the money back special here. I couldn't do it uh, just because... There's like the the Great Barrier Reef is tractable, but hasn't done the straight yet. So there's just a few too many unknowns. I'm just gonna just not overcomplicating it. I'm staying with Giga Kick. I'm gonna squeeze the ticket really hard and look away really quickly after the race and just move straight to the bar and collect my winnings. I think it's gonna start around the two buck mark. So it's already two forty or two dollars. Hopefully, doesn't go in any shorter than that. But uh, the Bart Cummings twenty five hundred oh. and ten meters. What? I reckon starts at dollar sixty. Do you reckon? Oh, I hope not. Yeah. Dollar sixty. Sorry, keep, keep going. No, that's all right. We've got the Bart Cummings. They had an extra ten meters at Flemington, twenty five hundred and ten. Interpretation is the fave. Willow gets another favorite. Uh can't remember how to say this one, Jamie Carr's aboard. It's like Dakian Sweet Jr. Don't know. But remember the horse from last time. It's third up now. Desert Icon going around again. Luna Flair, Val and Claire. Still going around the old seven-year-old, 10 bucks. High emotion, knocked a lot of people out of the quaddy last time in its win at Flemington. And then we got even the likes of um, 
king of the castle, midnight blue, who knows? Uh, everyone knows I don't like a distance race, so find me the winner, mate. Yeah, look, I struggled a little bit in this race, um, I, and I will try to avoid having a bet here if I can. Desert Icon was good to us last Friday, racing prominently as well, drawn well here. High emotion is an interesting price because it was really impressive two weeks ago winning at Flemington, three weeks ago, whenever it was. Um, at, at least you know he's going to run the trip as well. So that's a big plus. And when you're running over 2,500 metres, Varon Declare was impressive as well in that same race and would it be a really good story. I didn't really understand the price for the favourite just because it had some running some decent races in France. But I, I have to see it here first. It's not... It wasn't impressive enough over there to then come here and against some real season, you know, Melbourne Cup hopefuls, in yeah. essentially, to, to then start $4. Yeah, I have to say it first. So I'm going to try not to bet, but if you back Desert Icon after listening to us last week, maybe you just reinvest. Go again. Or maybe you go with the sentimental vote in Val Claire. I think I'll probably back. High emotion just because you know it's going to run the distance. And it won by bloody two lengths last time. It wasn't like a little... Maybe even to place. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a place, $3.50 or whatever you're getting. Uh, The Turnbull. This is always... um, These are always good. Gold trips going around. Jamie Carr aboard, $3.60. We've got Dewis. Josh Parr's down in Melbourne. Riding. This horse is due a big win. It will get a win sometime this spring. Uh, Profondo's going around. Surefire. My old mate Allegron, which had a good win last week or a week before. Um, not a bad race, mate. We got even like the odds of smoking Romans and Knights Auto, which probably no chance. Knights Auto. Um, Chapada's hardest quote though. All those you mentioned. This is a great race. Yeah, it's the sickest race. It's it's the best two thousand meter Group One we've seen since autumn. Which, Are you Surefire? <laughs> I'm excited about. You know what's that? You going Surefire? Nah, I'm going Jewish and I hate myself for it because no, love, I'm not an Ed Cummings guy and it's just, it has to win this. It's it's the classiest horse in this race. I thought the uh, the biggest danger was Young Werther was uh, really good in its last start. Yeah, it was against and, Macram, wasn't it? Where Macram won that race at Flemington? Yeah, Young Werther was second in this race last year. Uh, now gets Lane and Barry one, so you've got to include as well. There's, mm-hmm. but as you mentioned, there's some there's some huge chances. Gold Trip, the price is just yuck, but can win. Crystal Pegasus has has had this race circled and is probably a knockout hope. Uh, Lunchies is dodging the weather and probably not up to it. Blinkers off as well, so not gonna not gonna suit here. But Surefire can win definitely. Sure, so there's plenty you have to include. Profondo just keeps finding these races that it don't suit it as well. Nah. No, Profondo's probably gets the good track that it's looking for here. Um, yeah, Jewess, Jewess, the tempo is going to be there for it. I hate myself for it, like, but there's a a little sick story from that day last up uh, for Gold Trip. I did a multi and put the Gold Trip in to win, meant to put it in for place at like two dollars or whatever. Didn't realize I'm like, fuck, I've got to the last leg. I'm like, I just need Gold Trip to place. Looked and it was to win. I'm like, oh my god! And then it obviously ran third, which um, fuck, it was brutal. I was very tilted. Yeah. Um, the Gill guy. Happen to a bit of bloke. Thank you, mate. The Gill guy, <laughs> the Gill guy. Hey, just just back on that quickly on the Turnbull. Profondo and Young Werther are the ones to watch because they will get races that suit. Yeah, at some point this spring, if Young Werther goes to the Corfu Cup and start could start a good price, 
And Kofana just has to find a good track uh, against, like, you know, those second-tier group ones or other black types that, that it can win that. So we probably won't get a price when that happens, but they're the ones to watch. But, yeah, I, I got Jewess on top, unfortunately. Hate myself for it. Stop saying that. I love the horse. I've had some crap in his last prep. I used to have a horse with Ed Cummins, so. All oh, right. Okay, there it is. Truth comes out. Um, <laughs> am I wrong? I could be completely off here, but the Gil guy or the Gil guy, wasn't this when the Everest first started a ballot race? Like the winner, what did it get into? There was, there was a leading? I thought that was the Mooney Valley, the the Moya or, the, or something. Yeah, you might be right. I don't know, but maybe I remember the, the first year, runner. maybe. Yeah, maybe the first year I could be completely wrong here, but I've got a feeling that it was. But anyway, swats that going around, but on the drift, a Felric, good horse, nine bucks in the 650, Jamie Carr aboard. Rockin' Horse, great name, 750, uh, Maloney's aboard. Came second to Flemington last start where somehow fucking baller won. That shit me no end. Um, it's our time. Baller's, baller's going around again, but it's on the drift. The Astrologist, to be honest, I don't think it runs poorly that often, but it's definitely not one of mine. Um even the likes of Zootori and stuff are there as well. But fuck, tough race, mate. Tough race. Ball, ball snuck under my guard last night, but I'm last start, but I'm happy to stay away from it here too, as he just got everything God's way. Everything's worked out. He was in the best part of the track, had the tempo with him. Um, the astrologist you mentioned, I back in the baller race, uh, and you got to include as you caught. He loves the straight as well, yeah. which we mentioned. Um, Camel Passer really annoys me because I backed him in Adelaide. Uh, at a real decent price two weeks ago, uh, sat four wide with no cover through the turn, got beat. It was in the worst part of the track. Everything can win this, I reckon. Rock and Horse won the new market here. The dry, the better. Looks like it's going to be all right down there. Etheric racing really well, but happy to watch it go around and takes up a decent chunk of the market to, to kind of stay away from. Just no indication that it can handle the track. Zutori handles the straight. Um, and Swats that was really keen when the field came out for, for yeah. spots that but it's come up too short but now getting out to a back of a prize so probably including the quaddy but i've landed on top and could be a best bet one of my favorite horses loves the straight serious suspect yeah okay. gonna go close to winning this race i guarantee it on the drift too i like it when you're not scared it's 950 who's been backed they have backed private eye please uh, and it's just uh yeah. down in sydney in my place so Rain's coming for Fireburn this weekend. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, look, as I said, happy to watch Etheric go around and take up some of the market. Private Eye, please, just I'm wondering <laughs> going to entertain that. Not here, not over 1,200 metres down the straight. Like, All right, well, uh, I like yeah. that. I like that from you because Serious Suspect looking to go three on the trot at Flemington. They were good wins last start too. What odds would be? 350, four bucks or whatever they've been going around. Cost me, cost me forty grand Melbourne Cup day. Uh, had it in as the I got the quaddy at Melbourne. Still won a decent collect, but had serious suspect in my, my numbers for the last leg. I thought it was home. It was coming down the outside. I thought it was home. I literally knew. I checked the approximates. I knew what it was worth and just got beaten. I can't remember who beat it. Wanted to hear me whinge about not winning forty grand, but I literally had a heart attack. It was the best two seconds of my life and I thought it was home. If you've got enough time and you're sicker like me, go back and watch the last race from Flemington on Melbourne Cup Day last year. Oh, it's good stuff. How good's the punt? Um, the last race, I know you haven't looked too hard into the form, but you said there's a horse that you have followed, so you probably will back. 
the Mick Price horses up there at favourite, but it's on the drift. Mr. Maestro's going around. Major Beal, Blake Shin aboard for Gay Waterhouse. So look at that in front. Capacuri. God, fuck, I don't know. I don't know many of these horses, to be honest. But what's the horse that you follow, mate, and you like? Yeah, look, I, I'll admit I, I haven't completely looked at this race as much as I would like to. So what I'll do is I'll put something on the Give Us a Spell Facebook page leading into Saturday. We like something in the, la- in the last. It is that lead up for the boys, for the derby. Um, I've Major Beal is the horse that I've been following. So we'll probably end up backing. Just really tractable, strong, looking for further. Loves the going to love the big track. Has had tough like racing against... Um, on the heavy tracks and on the rain affected tracks. So um, probably haven't suited. Uh, and Makalua is the other one for Annabelle Nisham. I think it's her kind of derby horse. So they're the two I'm keen to watch. But yeah, if, if I like something or if something jumps out at me, I'll jump it on, chuck it on the Facebook page to send some people there for you. That's what I like to hear. Um, before I go to your best bet and stuff here, we're talking of, you were talking about a, a couple of futures races and stuff throughout then. Have you got any futures bets going? Have you got any sweats going? Are you on Yovas anywhere? Uh, nothing in Melbourne at the moment. I've got Hoysier going in the big dance for a good collect. Uh, it's racing in Sydney, I think, this week. I uh, will have a Derby horse and an Oaks horse after this week, I think. So maybe ask me that next week. Um, Cox Plate, I think I'm in a better round animo. You just don't get any value in the futures market. So. And, and look, I'm kind of hoping Young where they get beaten at Flemington. And I can back in the Caulfield Cup because I think is on the up still and has a big race. I think you can. So still, you can definitely still get value in futures. I think like the they, they just the, they, they don't bet to a decent percentage. Like it's a joke. Yeah. Those markets they, yeah. they bet to the two hundred. It's a joke. I don't know how it's going to go, but I have in the Caulfield Guineas my last leg of a multi paying one hundred and fifty to one. Decent whack on it. Um, Berkeley Square to win. Oh. I think, Third favourite. Yeah. So I had Nature Strip. I'm looking at it here. Nature Strip to win the shorts. Animo to win George Main. Jackano to win the Rose into Berkeley Square. Um, the the win uh, a couple of weeks ago was was sick. Did everything wrong. Didn't deserve to win the race. Somehow got pumped out of the hole. That's what I mean. Uh, I reckon it's just not sure. Uh, not sure. It's going to be a strong race. It's gonna, they're going to be strong. Um, races next week at Caulfield. So it's just a good split. It's a good split. Yeah, awesome. So good Um, to have that going for sure. There when I talk about sick beats, I don't know if I showed you or talked to you about it. A friend of mine likes to um some rather big bets. Got himself a five hundred dollar bonus bet on the weekend. And you can and so a couple of weeks ago, but he'd done like a couple of futures into some golf and whatever. It's paying three hundred and thirty thousand and he had in secret to win the golden rose and jack and oh, i ran down and beat it in a photo yeah, yeah so i posted wow. it i posted it a few days ago but that was the only thing that lost and that was for 330 large which was one of the oh. sickest beats i've seen wow. um yeah, yeah, futures. did he play anything surely he had something else going no no <laughs> um oh, wow. but when you do talk I've actually i've got paramata going to win the final as the last leg of the futures multi had um geelong Penrith to win the New South Wales Cup, the Devils to win the Queensland Cup. Like, real sickening stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I got power at the last leg. So it's worth right. a stack. I don't even know if there's anything I can do. Like, I want to get yeah. out of it if I can. No. I backed the Swans at 15, so I was pretty dirty that that happened. But when you talk futures as well, 
when Jack and O won the Golden Rose on the weekend, the the cool thing with prenoms markets and everything is you can back these things. If they don't run, you get your money back. So I quickly just jumped on Jack and O at thirty four bucks for the Everest. Um, oh no way! Yeah, oh. that was it was up for fifteen minutes after the race. Um, it was stuck stuck eleven dollars. Well, it's eleven dollars now. Yeah, it's eleven yeah. bucks now. So in the fact when you when you think Everest and you think of Nature Strip. Eduardo, Overpass, Shades of Rose, Snap Dancer, all these horses are going to be taking the piss up the front and all this speed. It sets up for Jack and Owen, sets up for Mask Crusader. I've, so I've been on Mask Crusader for this whole prep. It's been my Everest horse. Just I backed it. I, backed I had it to find way. something. And now there is just so much speed. And like maybe sometimes when there's all this talk about heaps of speed, it almost scares them and the jockeys all here and they go, oh, no, we're going to yeah. get back, we're going to get back. But like, there's so much speed. If if Mask Crusader is ever going to win a major, if, if this is it, it's an unreal race. It is a sick race. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mate, it always is. That's why it's worth forty well, kajillion dollars. After the after Nature Strip on the shorts, I jumped on Mask Crusader straight after it, just because I think it's one of only two horses that can probably beat Nature Strip. Nature Strip probably wins. Who knows? Two dollars. It's the best horse in the fucking world. But yeah, actually, and when I have to sit. Nature Shift proven that he doesn't have to sit on that speed as well. So, yeah, when we I mean, asked, we're probably going to sound dumb. We asked Tim Clark. When we asked Tim Clark last night who he thought for the Everest, he didn't say Nature Strip. He said, Is he ever uh, right? He said, Lost. No, I don't think he said, he said Lost and Running. He said, If Lost and Running is a good track, so who knows if it will be, he goes, Massive chance. <laughs> Not in so, Sydney. <laughs> yeah, massive chance. But I haven't, I haven't done, I haven't looked at Sydney properly. Yeah, but uh, I was—I certainly had lost and running circle for this week. Yeah, um, short and I like I'm—I've been doing. I never used to jump on the all-in markets or the futures or whatever, but I've sort of started doing it again this year. And straight away on the weekend, there was talk Fireburn is going to be running um, in the flight stakes, and it was seven dollars fifty. I'm like, it goes there, it wins, and now it's two dollar forty favorite or whatever. So. Yeah, I've started having a go at these um, futures markets again. But uh, anyway, Flemington, what are you landed on for best, mate? And you didn't know before, but where are we going? Garden? I think I, I think I talked myself into serious suspect just because I was so keen. And I got I genuinely got excited talking about it. I think Giga, like, it's Giga Kick, right? Giga Kick is the best. Yeah. But I'm not going to tip something at $2 because my best because that's fucking boring. $1.95, so go... huh? Oh, yeah. Mate, I told you, going to start $1.60. Um, serious suspect is is my best. Um, I'll watch Gear Kick. I'll watch one of those ruffies I tipped earlier in the card win, and then serious suspect will get fucking beaten by a nose. But um, yeah, serious suspect. The garden is, is the other one. That's what I mean. I've just I've just put your your multi. So I've done garden to win, Giga Kick to win, serious suspect to run a place, and you're getting thirty four to one. So not bad. Ah, there you go. Yeah, not Take bad. That. All right, mate. Uh, hey, before I do Valley? go. You asked me about futures. One horse I do like in futures markets is Handle the Truth to win the Kosciuszko. I think it is flying. Uh, everyone's talking about it's me, but I'd like Handle the Truth to win the Kosciuszko. I think you can get a good price. So there you go. I think it's me. I've got it open now. Handle the Truth, you're getting 450. Who's. Oh, is that all? Amax writing it's me. Yeah, well, Handle the Truth was 15 bucks like the other day or whatever. But who rides Handle the Truth? Nash? Am I right? No, I can't remember off the top of my head. Well, I'm into Melbourne at the moment. You got me on to talk Melbourne. <laughs> Sorry, mate. All right, anything at Mooney Valley? I've got a few marked, but I haven't looked at the meeting properly, so I have to come back to you. All right. Sweet as. All right, mate. Smoke and time. Holly. What? Smoke and Holly. Not even sure what race it is. Horse called Smoke and Holly. Not even sure what race it is, but right. that's 
that's without me looking at the fields properly. Smoking Holly. It's a good name as well. Uh, all right. Well, fingers crossed we um get a couple of these winners. If even if these aren't this these roughies in the first couple of races, mate, you look like a fucking genius if one of them salute. Or on a place, you're getting eight bucks or so for a place with these. What do you mean, look like a genius? <laughs> are a genius. Continue to look like a genius, mate. Continue to look like it. All right. Uh, wrap it up Thursday evening. Enjoy your night, mate. And that's Excuse right. Chuck, chuck anything on the Facebook group that you want to if you find something in the last. I'll find you a money back special at Morphville. There one. Okay. Stay inside. One of your greats in the Golden Slipper, mate. <laughs> All right. See you, mate. See ya.